If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So how is it that in the late winter of 2023, we're in it right now, all the world's Diablo players are suddenly playing Diablo 3 again? My entire friends list, that's what's, that's what's happening right now as we speak. What changed? Why is that change significant? And more importantly, what does it mean for Diablo 4 this June? Also, are you guys going to play the beta? All right, let's cut to the chase. I am, of course, talking about season 28 of Diablo 3. And uh, let's just do it in Blizzard's words. This is what they say about it. For season 28, Rites of Sanctuary, we're traveling deep into the mysterious ruins of the festering woods. Amid a mining expedition, citizens hailing from New Tristram stumbled across an ominous altar carved from an archaic material bearing cryptic markings. Shaken to their core by the eldritch aroma of the monolith, they've enlisted the assistance of brave Nephilim willing to investigate this sinister discovery that was once left to time. The Altar of Rites. Yes, the Altar of Rites. Here's a really important note, by the way. When you find this Altar of Rites, uh, it'll be obvious to you, but you'll have to be a seasonal character to do it. You can't take one of your old, lifelong Diablo III characters, somebody you created in 2012, and find this altar that's not available to you, which is a little bit of a bummer if you ask me. But anyway, I tried this myself just to confirm it. And sure enough, old characters do not have access to the altar of rights. However, if you make a seasonal character this season and you move to the left and go up and around the backside of the inn uh, over there, you'll, you'll run into it. It's obvious where it is. And boom, boom, you're there. Upon seeing it, you'll click it and you'll get 26 icons. These are called seals and three legendary potion powers. So I don't want to go all into all the unique powers and details of everything here, okay? Because it's really self-explanatory as you play the game. So me telling you about it is a little redundant. There's also 500 million YouTube videos already discussing this. But I do want to talk about the implications for D3 and its lifespan. It feels like a feature that should have been in the game for years now. I don't mean from the beginning, but this could have been a system that was implemented in like 2016, let's say couple of years after the last expansion uh and they could have that, that could have been there and it could have been making the game amazing every every season and i'm not like complaining that oh we have a really cool thing now thanks a lot for not doing it earlier i realize that sounds a little bit lame but because we're at the very very tail end of diablo 3 like we're about it is about to be the the diablo that is not the current diablo Suddenly, at the very last minute, they put in this system that is reminiscent of some of what's coming in four, a little bit less uh, complicated. But, but anyway, it really uh, does a lot to expand Diablo and how it feels, and gives a lot more to the player for the player to do in their uh, progress. Uh, you know, making the seasonal character. I didn't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure that once you've done a seasonal character and you've gotten them uh, to the level cap. This this altar of rights remains where it is and is useful in swapping things in and out and that sort of thing. 
haven't confirmed that because I haven't gotten that far. I know some people have already torn through it. Uh, most people love it. And part of me wonders if this is a last hurrah for the game, for Diablo 3. I mean, it really vastly expands what it means to play the game in a season. But does that move forward at all? See, these are some of the questions we've got. Is 29, if there is a season 29, for that matter, is it the same? Is it the same ladder to climb? I mean, mostly I'm just mad they stopped making expansions, so this is kind of a me problem, and I get irritated when cool content happens, and then I'm like, well, wait a minute, why, wh- how come we weren't doing this the whole time? Why isn't Diablo 3 the game uh, converted game as a service that it could have been? I still want 4, don't get me wrong. But I think three had legs and it could have, I don't know, could have taken a few more steps with those legs. That's all I'm saying. This is Walter for The Diablo Show. I haven't heard any updates about Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. Do we know if this is happening or when it's expecting to happen? I am planning on buying D4 on PC day, but would also love to get it on Game Pass on Xbox for my son to play with me. Yeah, me too. Um, here, here's the deal. The problem that we have with this ABK thing and its acquisition of, uh, or, it's, or it being acquired by Microsoft is they are in the middle of throwing a bit of a legal football around. Microsoft's in the middle of trying to convince the European Union that this should be approved, this purchase. And they are sticklers on this point, especially um, they have a history with Microsoft. So this isn't the first time to the to the courtroom with them uh, when it comes to anti-competitive behavior. But Microsoft's trying to prove that what they're doing is not anti-competitive and, in fact, expands availability. Um, they signed a 10-year deal with Nintendo for Activision Blizzard games, specifically Call of Duty to be specific, but uh, to be available on switch plat on the switch platform and then whatever's next obviously because 10 years is a long time uh they also got a deal done with nvidia where all of microsoft's games first party games will be available via geforce now the streaming service that geforce runs or that uh, nvidia runs so they're doing all this stuff to say look here's here's what we're doing and we're and we're we're opening the doors we're opening the floodgates and everybody's invited and uh, the only people aren't, that aren't playing ball at the moment is Sony. Because A, I don't think Sony buys it. Uh, B, I don't think Sony wants to have... I don't. They're already beholden to Microsoft in some ways. Sony's entire online infrastructure is totally run on Azure servers. So they pay Microsoft for all this infrastructure already. I think it just drives them up a wall to think that they would be beholden to them in any other way. Especially with the game as popular and as huge as Call of Duty. But not to mention the Blizzard games. So anyway, uh, to, to get to cut to the chase here, to get to the point, I, I think there's still some uphill left. I do believe it ultimately goes through. But I will say this, if the European Union strikes it down, but everyone else in every other region is fine, they all approve it, I don't think Microsoft does it. It vastly undervalues what they're paying for Activision Blizzard King. If you're going to pay $69 billion for something... And then be told, well, it can't be used in an entire market. Well, then why would you do, why would you do it unless the price went down to compensate for that? And I don't think that's on the table either. So I'm with you. I want to play it in both places. I'll probably buy it in both places. And you can do that. You can get it on PC and you can get it on Xbox Series X 
S or PlayStation 5 and have all of those syn- synchronize their progress, their saves, uh, your account, all that stuff. That That is confirmed. That's happening. But that means you got to buy it in multiple places. If Microsoft, in theory, if Microsoft gets this deal done, there is a future, maybe not at launch, probably not at launch, I should say, but there's a future where Diablo 4 is available on Game Pass and that you would be able to just download it and play it. That's the thing we all kind of want out of this acquisition. If it's going to go through, I want that. If it's not, well, I'll deal with it. Cross saves in general are nice, but I, I hope the deal goes through, truly. Hi, Scott. Love the Diablo show. My question is about loot in Diablo 4. In previous games, I always felt a little overwhelmed by all the different loot dropping constantly and was never sure if I should keep everything or throw stuff away. Does Diablo 4 have anything in it that will make looting feel a little less crazy? Well, I don't know. The term crazy is, is interesting to me because the way I always felt about at least Diablo 3 uh, and its loot system was you could burn everything down to its core components and use it for crafting or as as part of what you needed to use the uh, the new cube system. Um, like there was always a place to put that stuff. So if you duplicated items, let's say you got can't think of any names right now. The two two different raiments of the devil's finger, some fake name like that. But that's let's say that was the robe, the the wizard robe you unlocked, or that fell or dropped. If you got one and you loved it, and you're wearing it, and it's got great stats on it. Great. Another one drops, it has lesser stats. Well, what do I do with this thing? You go, you go melt it down, and you use it for other stuff, or you sell it for gold. I guess if you want, if you want to keep. There's other better ways to make gold in the game, but. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get that it seems like you're always getting loot. Maybe you mean blues and yellows. Those you, at that stage of the game, you should just be, those should just be burnt, you know, burned. Take those as a dude and burn that stuff and turn it into components because you're not going to use it for anything else other than, oh, what's the, there's one or two abilities you can take a, forget the name, but you can take an item, like a blue item and turn it into a legendary of some sort. But even if those stats aren't right, you can just burn that again. So I think three solved it. And if I had any guesses, it would be that having not played the alpha or anything in this stage of four, four is going to have some similar system so that you're just not having bags or or storage space full of the same item that you think you should hang on to uh, with different itemizations or different, you know, different roles to them. I'd be shocked if they didn't do that. Two is a different animal. Two is just, I don't know, two is a, Two is two. I mean, two is early. Two is trying new things. Two wasn't sure what the world would look like in video games yet. Two didn't know what, what even a, a looter RPG, action RPG was going to be in 23 years, which is how far on we are now. Um, but yeah, I don't think you have too much to worry about. I do not think it'll be overwhelming and uh, that you're going to be okay. All right. Me too, though. I want to be okay. We all want to be okay. Hi, Scott. My name is Jason, and I live in a very small town with limited internet access and no great options to play video games that require online connections, even when playing single-player modes. Maybe it was already said somewhere, but do you know for certain if Diablo 4 will require an online all-the-time connection? I have a feeling it probably does, and I am boned. Any insight would be appreciated. (laughs) I hate to say this, but I think you're boned. There's no way that this isn't that. Uh, the console... Okay, so this is what's weird. Diablo 3 on PC required an online all-the-time connection no matter what you were doing, even if you were playing by yourself and wouldn't, you know, had it all set to not ex- accept anyone to even join your party, right? People were pissed about it. You could pause the game uh, like you could a single-player game, but you couldn't 
you couldn't do it without an online connection. That was the big freak out when that game came out. And 2012 was kind of unusual. Not a lot of games were doing that. Nowadays, all of them do. Well, not all of them, but many, many, many games, especially big AAA titles with some sort of long game of, you know, having a battle pass or selling stuff in stores or whatever. Those games all have online all the time connectivity. And it's just become kind of a normal thing. All right. That being said, I'm with you. I wish they wouldn't. What's weird is in 3's case, they required it on PC, but all the console editions, including the one that runs on my PS5, uh, they they do not require an online connection to play. They're 100% offline. So... I've always had questions about that. I've never gotten satisfactory answers as to why there was a difference there. And that may have been something with the console manufacturers when they're like, no, we can't require that. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are, but they did that in that case. There's no reason they couldn't do it across the board. They choose not to. And this game's going to have a lot more to do with public raids. And, you know, the the end game of this game is going to have a battle pass type system and it's going to have a bunch of, stuff in a store and you're going to have cosmetics and all of this. And they, they make games like that that have online all the time stuff. That's just the way it is. I hate to tell you, I wish I could tell you different, but them is, them's the breaks. That's the world we live in now. Okay. And again, console version may change. I don't know. I've not heard on that, but I still, I have a sneaky sp- suspicion that game's going to be online all the time, no matter where you get it. Got a quick little drop for you guys here. The Diablo Lo-Fi Beats video. It's not a channel so much as it is just a long three-hour or so video. Um, As they put it, to stay a while and listen to. (laughs) Launched on the Diablo YouTube channel. And it's fantastic. Like, legitimately cool. Let's see if I can play just a tad of why I like it here. Let me pull back some. You hear that? Oh. Got that Tristram music. It's got that whole vibe. Oh man, it's really good. And uh, because it's sort of a meme, these lo-fi beat channels, you know, with like a little anime girl uh, writing in her notebook on her desk or whatever while you listen to this stuff. This has um, the same sort of thing, but it's Deckard Kane all hunched over a desk, got a feather quill, writing on a scroll, candles burning around him. It's raining outside. He's animating softly. It's pretty great. I have to say, I think that is maybe one of the coolest things they've done in a bit. And um, I'm all for it. More of this, please. Hey, Scott and Craig writing in. Love this season of the Diablo show. Had a question for you. Uh, When I try and pick up D2 or D3, I just can't get myself interested in playing more. I've put one thousands of hours into these games and I am burned out. Are you worried that some of us hardcores might fall of Diablo 4 early, given how much we have kicked and clicked in our lives already? Hmm. I thought about this a little bit. In fact, logging into season 28 of Diablo 3 kind of, I don't know, I kind of stopped in my tracks and went, really, am I going to do Am I gonna do this? When you've spent many, many hundreds and hundreds of hours in a game, it is sometimes difficult. When you get back in there, your, your brain is immediately like 
reminded. Oh yeah, here are all the mechanics. This is my rotation. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. I know what this is. Like it's built into me now. And that may for some diminish the quality of the return to the game. I totally get that. I don't think you have as much to worry about there with four because four is going to present you with not only a whole new world, but a very different aesthetic, uh, a very different dark story. You're still going to be kicking and clicking, as I used to say. Um, you got to boot that loot, right? So you're going to be doing a lot of that stuff still. Um, oh, I'll tell you this. The one way that I really improved that sense of like, this is new again, what is old is new again, is switch, switching to console. After playing on PC for so many years, I, I started playing, like I mentioned earlier, on console. And D3 on console just changes it up so nicely. It's just great to, it plays wonderful with the controller, first of all, but it just feels great to play it a different way. My interface is enough to make it feel different enough. And I'm not just, you know, hand over keyboard, hand on mouse, doing the same thing over and over like I did for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. So that might be a way to do it for you. Um, and the nice thing about 4 is 4 will be obviously support controller on uh, on consoles, obviously, but it will also support or have controller support on the PC version as well. So you can jump back and forth. I'm a big fan of that. Sometimes just changing up your interface is enough to make things feel fresh. I do this all the time with lots of different kinds of games. I look forward to doing that with Diablo 4. And I think... There's stuff there to mine, and I think you're going to probably be okay. All right, to finish up here today, I want to thank everybody for listening. First of all, and second of all, I want to remind you that we have a really booming Discord where there's tons of conversation happening all the time, not just in the Diablo show uh, channel over there, but all up and down the Frog Pants Network, including some general channels where just everybody's just hanging out and talking. It's like forums are back. People are sick of social media. They want to, they want to make personal connections again. I feel like Discord's here for them. So uh, I made a really easy link that never expires. Doesn't You don't have to do anything. You don't have to subscribe to anything or do anything special. Just go to frogpants.com slash discord and uh, you're in. That's the invite. And come join us. We'd love to have you as part of the discussion. Patreon.com slash frogpants is a great way to show your love for this and other smaller shows on the network. I would love it if you did. Even a dollar a month will get you some cool benefits if you would just head on over to patreon.com slash frogpants frogpants.com slash Diablo for everything else. That'll do it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next time with more Diablo show. We'll see you then. (laughs) 